This is Sounds on Vinyl, the podcast that celebrates the best rock, metal, and punk music on vinyl. And now, here's Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show from the Speakeasy Studios in Idaho Falls. My name is Phil Boyer, and from the Grand Anarchy Studio in Malmo, Sweden, is Mike Svensson. Hey, Mike, how's it going over there in Sweden this week? Hey, buddy. Yeah, it's going really good. I mean, uh, we're still in this mess, but it's <laughs> who knows where we'll, we'll end up. So uh, we'll have to do the best that we can. So I'm doing a lot of uh, activity over there on the Instagram vinyl community. And uh, I do some posts and I, well, you know me, I, I buy records. You buy that's records. What, yeah, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I always go vinyl hunting. It's, that's my thing. That's my drug. What's your drug? <laughs> I can't say it. this is a family show. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. So let's get back to 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 to, to the vinyls. Uh, it's really funny because you can see people. I want to mention this once again because we get a lot of comments. Uh, over there on Instagram, and and uh, people are DM me all the time, and I, I I try to keep up with everybody, and and we're having such a great time, and you can see the vinyl community coming together and and, and thriving in in these crazy times, and it's really really beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. So thank you everybody that follows, and I try to follow back and and try to comment as much as I can. Um, so it's 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 really good to see people coming together in, in these crazy times over music on vinyl. Wouldn't music you know? On vinyl, yeah, of course. Music brings us all together, man. That's what this shit's yeah. about. Yes, that's it. So that's uh, what's going over there on, on Instagram. So I'll give you a little update as I usually do. <laughs> there you go. So so, would you find record hunting this this week? Oh oh man. I, I oh remastered Dio, Ooh. Angry Machines, Killing of Dragons, and Monster of the Moon. Those are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're, it's sort of like a three D cover. It's called something else. I don't remember it, but it's so beautiful, <laughs> and the sound is so freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting crying right now because oh. I love Dio. It's, it's so beautiful. It's, so it's beautiful. fucking Dio. Woo-hoo. Fucking Dio. And then I found uh, uh, The Cult, uh, a 12-inch uh, single uh, with a bonus live track. I, ah. uh, and, and some Bob Seger. Bob Seger. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that's there quite go. A, an eclectic mix right there. Yeah. Dio, you know me. Cult, and Bob Seger. Yeah. So speaking of the DL remasters, we're actually going to be doing a show on these in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. It is going to be beautiful. And so if you think all this cool stuff that happens on Instagram is cool, just wait because we are working on something that pairs very nicely with both the Instagram stuff and this podcast. So on May 28th, Mike and I will host the first ever Sounds on Vinyl tweet chat that features those Dio remasters. So oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. in pretty much most of Europe, 
Use the hashtag sounds on vinyl to participate in this chat. I mean, that's all you have to do up on Twitter, use that hashtag. And you know, it's, it's going to be so much fun. And if you've never been part of a tweet chat before, and I know most of you probably haven't, they are a lot of fun and it's a great way to meet new people and hang out with like-minded people. In this case, it's a bunch of music nerds that listen to music on vinyl. I mean, it doesn't really oh, get any yeah. better than that. Oh, so, oh, oh, I fit in there. Oh, oh my God. I, can, can I be, can, <laughs> hey, hey, could I, could I take part in this? You said vinyl and nerd in the same sentence. That's me. Hello. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be posting more about this stuff, uh, in the, in the coming days. So make sure you go over to Twitter and follow the sounds on vinyl hashtag, because that's going to be awesome. So it's much be fun. Epic, I can't man. wait to do this. Me neither. Cool. All right. This week, we're going to go back to 1989 for an album by a band that I feel is a bit underrated. I, I think these guys deserve a little more accolades than they get. But the album Practice What You Priest is Testament's third record. It reached number 77 on the Billboard 200, number 29 on the German album chart, and number 40 on the UK albums chart. So, Mike, was Practice What You Preach your introduction to Testament, or had you heard these guys before? Yeah, I think it was the first one, either that or or it was the New Order. But I, I, I remember seeing the video, I think it was to practice what you preach. on. I think it was on MTV's Headbangers Ball. And I thought it was really cool. And it's sort of like you open up with, I, I think they were an underrated band. So, so I, but... I'm, I became a fan right there and then, so I, I went out and, and bought that that album. So it's, um, I really dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, for me, that was the the first time I heard that single, Practice What You Preach, and I'm listening to this thing, man, and I'm like, fuck, this sounds a lot like Metallica. Yeah. But then really uh, Chuck's uh, vocals kicked in. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is definitely not Metallica. This is <laughs> definitely something different. And then as I went out and got the record and I listened to it. I, I realized, man, yeah, this is nothing like Metallica. No. Cause Metallica pushed out and <laughs> Testament didn't. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. and that's a completely different show folks. You have to check <laughs> that out. Why? But, but real quick though, you know, cause a, a couple yep. of those guys in Testament did get the plague and it's really cool to, to hear that those guys recovered that Chuck's back on the road to recovery and he's doing exercises and stuff to get his lungs back in order. Because the thing about this thing is you can get some scarred lungs and you're, it, it could hurt his vocal ability. So we'll, we'll see, hopefully he can retain his, his vocals on this. Yeah. But it's it's a great band because I I remember because um, you know me that I I got a different background I I'm, I was into Kiss and White Snake and Maiden and ECDC and and so forth and I and I got a friend when I was growing up he he was really into the heavy stuff so so he he made me listen to all those he, heavy bands back in the day and uh, that's how I discovered Metallica and, and Testament of course but it's it's 
for me, it was a, like a, a completely different animal to to see to see Testament for first time uh, play playing live. I mean, holy shit, that was a show, man! <laughs> I tell you, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, and and that, there is there is something about bands like that. I I I like them even more when I get get a chance to see them live, and that's that's why I. Because I I could go out and buy an album with a band, sort of like I did with Practice What You Preach, and I, I put it on, and it, it's sort of like, well, this is cool. I really like. I dig most of the tunes, and I, I think it's it's sort of like, well, it's okay. And I think to myself, well, so Testament is coming. Okay, all of my friends are going. This is like I think it was on on uh, the Souls of Black tour. Uh, they opened up from from Maiden. I remember in Copenhagen. Mm. Uh, so now I thought, well, okay, I, it's Maiden. Of course, I'm I'm going. Uh, um, so so I, I went went along and and I saw saw them play live and it's sort of like well you know it's it's testament they're, they're pretty cool and then they come up and i see shock billy doing his shit for for the first time and i go holy crap what the <laughs> fuck and the wall of sound man oh my god holy shit uh, and and it's real a really epic show and and i have seen them alive a, a couple of times and it's it's really really good and one of, one of the best shows I, I have to when I'm on a roll here, I have to tell you about this. The first um, time I saw them after that Chuck beat his cancer treatment, he was so fired up, and he was in Sweden at, at the Malmo Festival, uh, and he was so fired up, and and the band was there with them, and you can totally see them going off on 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 him going off, and it was such a great show, and 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 he he. He was so grateful, um, mostly for for us being there because I I thought it was sort of like they played a show like five in the afternoon or something like that, uh, but in its big big ass tent. But but it's 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 jam packed with people. It's sort of like the tent holds sort of like two thousand people or something like that, and and the the place was packed, and and he was so happy, and you could see him thinking that these people are the true fans that came out to see Testament. We're going to give them a show. I'm here. I beat the cancer treatment. He spoke about it, actually. And then they ripped it apart. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a great show. That's one of the best shows I've ever seen, actually. It was my top, really? one of my top ten list. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really. So it, it was a great night. Yeah, Testament doesn't come through Idaho Falls, and so I don't get to see him. In fact, no. nobody comes through Idaho Falls. No, nobody comes to. Oh, sorry, I'm close to Copenhagen, so I get to see everybody. <laughs> I know, man. You're you're in like that perfect place where you got yes. Malmo, where bands come, yeah. and if they don't go to Malmo, they'll go to Copenhagen. So you can just hop over there. That's awesome. Yeah, and if they don't, if they don't come to Copenhagen, I could drive for like five hours, and then I'll be in Hamburg in Germany, so I can see a show there too. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> it is. It is. I got the continent at my feet. You do. Yeah. Actually, Malmo's in a great location. It really for is for a lot of stuff. Really yeah. Yes. 
That's pretty awesome. So what did you do after you heard practice with uh, what you preached? Did you go backwards then and, and go, or did you just were you were content with that until you saw him play live? Uh, I actually went back. I, I cannot remember if it was after the show or if it I because I, everybody everything is in a, in a in a, a big mush because uh, I remember practice what you preach and then Soul to Black came out mm-hmm. and uh, so because back in the day we we didn't get uh, the albums at the same time when they were released because it it took some time before. The album came to Sweden, uh, so I think we had to wait somewhere around. Like it, we, you could buy it on an import uh, right away. It, it took like uh, two months af- after the release from from a band from from the states, and you could buy it on import, and it was sort of like uh, ten bucks more or something like that. Mm. But uh, I remember practice what you preach, and then Soul So Black, and then I went backwards. Oh, okay. Uh, I th- I think it it was like that. Okay. Yeah, for me, I went. I went. I started going backwards. I hit the legacy and then new order, and just yeah. started. And and you know that stuff because, like I said, it was about that time that Metallica started pushing out and started saying nothing else matters. And you know, if Post Malone was probably born yet, they <laughs> probably would be doing collaborating with Post Malone. <laughs> Oh my god, you couldn't leave that one alone. <laughs> oh man. Fuck that record. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> but so so but but Testament was sort of my gateway to to bands like wait, Slayer. Wait, wait, wait. You you got you got that all screwed up, man, cuz you're we're talking about 1989 and 1990. They hadn't even released the Black Album, so is is Justice is still out. So what what do you say for yourself right now, young man? Because you could hear that shit in Injustice. <laughs> Justice is a great record, but you 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 could hear it. You could hear it. You you could hear you it. Can, you can hear, you could hear, hear it. the downfall of Metallica right there. No, but but as as it went on, I mean, yeah, obviously, I, we oh. didn't know at the time that Metallica was going to push out. But oh, uh, so you're not in the Metallica family. No more all Phil. We're gonna miss you. No, you we've talked about this. Well, <laughs> since we're on this, we've all seen that uh the black album version of Blackened. See, I told you, like that justice record. Have you seen oh, that? My God, yeah. the, the the acoustic nothing yes. else matters version of Blackened. Buddy, oh man. You're I couldn't get through that, man. I had to shut it off. <laughs> it's corona times what do you expect man come on um, i expect them to do a little bit something better than the nothing else matters version of blackened <laughs> i mean shit if you're gonna do a, a freaking pussy ass song like that then don't then then do they've got a whole catalog for that to do <laughs> anything off the black record they can do you know they didn't have to freaking take a good song and make it sound like crap okay uh, whatever <laughs> okay. No, settle it was down good to now. see. Settle down. It was good to see Hetfield behind the mic, though. It was good to see him back up and singing, yeah, and back in the music, yeah, and was. playing guitar yeah. and shit. So that was that was good to see. So it wasn't all bad. No, you know, it's it's even better if you if you hit the mute button and just watch it, <laughs> and actually just play Blackened. You know, 
on vinyl yeah. on the side. <laughs> Get oh, it lined up and, and shit. But anyway, <laughs> we're, we're, we're supposed to be talking about Testament. So yes, yeah, we so, are. So back. Testament was sort of my my gateway drug, if you will, into uh, bands like Slayer because I hadn't listened to Slayer really yet into that. And the, the heaviest stuff was really just Metallica. And uh, I mean, I still love Testament, their new record. Have you heard anything off their new record? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, you got to go. You got to go check that out, man. It's a great yeah. record. It's a great I got record. an Instagram account to maintain, man. You know what? What do you expect? Get some, f put that fucking record on and do your Instagram. You could do both at the same time. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe Try turn off Post Malone here. and Ozzy oh, for a minute and hell. put on some fucking real music Jeez. by Testament. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Not really. No, you're no, not. No. <laughs> no, not really. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's funny that you mentioned Slayer because uh, my friend uh, that I told you about when we were growing up, his two favorite bands were, uh, were actually Testament and Slayer. Oh. So I actually accidentally got into Slayer because of him. First Testament and then, then he, he, yeah, he tricked me into Slayer. Yeah, I, he tricked I, I, you into listening to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, because he, he know, he he knew that I came from from Kiss and Maiden and White Snake and and as he said, all those puss bands. But but I I there was something there because uh, I I was a drummer at the time and I I really liked uh, Dave Lombardo uh, and and holy shit. Uh, and I'm I'm sorry because I'm 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 losing track here also, but but I have to mention oh my god, oh my god the sound on on, on that one holy shit, mm -hmm. I think it was like uh, Hello Waits or something like that, yeah. and then he had all those uh, he had practice what you preach and Souls of Black and then Dini Order and and and, and so forth the legacy of course, so mm -hmm. I actually went out and bought all those albums because I I wanted them for myself. I, I tried to sneak, listen to them. So <laughs> listen I to the devil music. Yeah, the devil music. Yeah. So, but it's 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 funny because I I didn't come from that that scene at all. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no I I, I actually like the 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 American side of the, the punk music with Ramones and and so forth and and I know that there's a lot of hardcore people that go oh, well. It, punk music didn't start until like black flag and dead Kennedys and so forth but i, I disagree mm -hmm. so so i even with punk rock it, it was sort of like more mellow with the, the ramones and and uh, the damned and and uh, uh, the dead boys and, and so forth so so uh, when when testament came out it was sort of like it, it was a complete new thing because i i knew about metallica i listened to them uh, quite a lot and i there was something there, uh, and I know now it's because the the guys in Metallica, and I, especially Cliff Burton, when he was alive, he sort of like a, a lot of uh, good old '60s stuff, and and uh, he was like classical schooled with with his bass playing and, and so forth. And I know they listened to a lot of uh, the, the the old Maiden stuff and Dembudgie and and 
all that stuff that came in the early 70s. And you can really hear, hear that in, in, especially in, in Master of Puppets. And, and so, so that's why, why I got turned on to Metallica at, at such an early, uh, early age. And, and then uh, in the late 80s, Testament came out. And I, I really thought that practice what you preach was a really good album. So, so, uh, so that's my story to into the heavy side. <laughs> yes into the heavy side now you know it's interesting because you know you and i both sort of grew up in the in the same thing with the as the your your buddy puts it the puss stuff yeah. like iron maiden i don't know judas yeah. priest stuff like that and then you know when i first heard uh metallica it was like oh shit this is heavy and i really dug that stuff but metallica was really the only band i listened to yeah, that was that too. heavy at the time and I didn't really think about it being thrash. I didn't really think, okay, this is thrash metal. I don't even think I knew that that even oh, existed back then. And it wasn't until Testament that I really started getting in all the thrash yeah. bands and all that stuff, you know, and, and it, I think, I, um, anthrax yeah. and I think and it was that around stuff. that time when practice, what you preach came out in the late eighties that when they coined the phrase thrash metal, cause I, I, I don't think that there was even a thrash metal back when when Metallica was starting out. So so I don't know. I I guess the business has to label things. I don't know why, but but still, it's good music. It's it's heavy, but uh, it's, as you say, you can mm-hmm. you, you can really hear them being like sort of like you and I, or, or at least I, we're living in Sweden. I I became a big part of the new wave of British heavy metal because everybody was coming through. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And oh, yeah. and you can really hear, hear the, the, the vibe coming from, from, from the UK at, at that point. Cause I, I got people that are a couple of years older than me and they actually went to, to London to the Hammersmith Odeon and they came back with, with t-shirts and posters and, 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 and albums and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, so we knew there was something going on in the UK. Uh, in 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 this period in time, and it's sort of like eighty one, eighty two, or something like that. And uh, and and Maiden has just started out. And and I I know a friend of mine, his bigger brother went over there and saw Maiden. I, I think it was on their first tour or second or whatever. It's really early, and and the whole UK metal scene was going nuts over this. So it's there was something going on. I think that Lars picked that up and and took it with him to the states and 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 presented it to james and because i know that he had records that james didn't even know existed so i you can yeah so i think that's the difference with testament and metallica right there because i I think they got the european side right they do they definitely do that that's an interesting take on that i I never thought about it like that but yeah you're right the little danish dude lars (laughs) <laughs> yeah. little danish dude so favorite tracks for me is practice what Love you it. preach of course uh in real life blessed in contempt yep and i actually like the ballad because chuck billis vocals are epic on that one they really are i was listening to the record uh before we recorded here this morning and yeah that that his yeah. vocals on yeah. that are yeah. really really good they you know and it's interesting they actually do really well in their yeah. ballads in their you know and they're not so and, heavy stuff when when they do something mellow it, yeah. it's actually and that's really a, good 
And that's not easy to pull off. But it, I, I, it's a real strength, I think, to, to, to be able to pull that off. Like a, a song like The Ballad for Shock to, to do, the, mm-hmm. do this. And you can really hear him doing it the, the way, way he think it's, it's his take on, on that period in time. There was a lot of stuff that I think that's why they called it just The Ballad. Because people were going, oh, if you hear that one, and and they had some kills, kill Satan, die, or something like that. No, it's the ballad, man. <laughs> it's the ballad. So I think they just named the song Ballad. So people, well, yeah, it's the ballad. What do you know? Shuck sings it. Get off our backs. But for a singer to go in and do it like he did in the middle of this crazy poodle fucking hair thing going on in 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 the 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 metal community or it's not even metal it's hair metal for christ's sakes <clears throat> yeah yeah yeah, yeah well, you know what i'm talking about <laughs> oh fuck uh, i'm picturing the guys from poison <laughs> Me right too. now like yeah they're, they're poodles but yeah. they're poodles instead yeah with their oh, collar my God. <laughs> where did they call her and bling bling <laughs> yeah well you know but but it's 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 yeah but oh, chuck shit. can sing that's the difference yeah. Brett michaels can't sing he can't sing for shit man no 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 and and, and chuck's voice man he he's got he's got a range he can sing like the 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 heavy growl the oh yeah. kind of stuff but you know he can yeah. also just sing yeah. like normal but no, you you had some good like uh, I'm with you. Envy life and and uh, blessed and contempt are also yeah. my favorite. Sins of omission and nightmare. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. Those are some good ones. I mean, honestly, there's not a bad song on the record. It's, it'd be tough to say, oh, this this song sucks. Yeah, no, no. There's I I wouldn't go to say there's songs that that suck. Really not. But it, for for me, it's it's sort of like I'm still sometimes figuring this out as i go along still to this day and so when i put put on my testaments album it's sort of like those songs for me were practice of what you preach envy life blessed in contempt and the ballad and then i'm trying to go back and listen to and so i got bits and pieces everywhere but for me as a whole i dig not only the music it it for me, it isn't only about the music. I, 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 there's a lot of people that, that listen to bands. It's sort of like, it's always the music. And I respect that. Mm-hmm. It's fine by me. But, but for me, it's, it's the input as you do as a musician. And perhaps it's because I, I, I play myself and I know how much hard work there is to, to, to make an album and, and, uh, and going out on tour and, and doing it the right way night or night. And I think you put all the package together with, with all all the the stuff that Testament did in that time. Try to compete with both because it was a competition for for the fans at at some point with Slayer on the on one side and Metallica, and then to go out and and, and make uh, a band like Testament and and releasing. I mean, I think. It became very epic with practice what you preach for the testament, and then you got Souls of Black, which is one of my favorite albums, and then and then 
you can maintain that playing live and doing a, a, a freaking awesome live show and you can see them, the guys putting everything they got into it just to keep the fans going at, at, the, at the shows. And, and that's what it's about for me. So, so I, I go to the show and see Testament and I go back and then I, I enjoy the records even more. Mm, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think Testament too, they're, they're very consistent in their records. Again, if I think back to all their records, there, there really aren't any bad songs on any of their records. And, and I think that when you talk about their stage show, I, I think it's, they're all in on this. Uh, whether yeah, whether yeah. they're doing a record or whether they're on stage, I feel like they're really they're putting a hundred thousand percent into this thing, and and really coming yeah. out with some some good quality stuff. And that's not an easy thing. You should know that yeah. it, it it takes hard work, and in that period of time in in the mid eighties to to go out and do it like Testament did, it's it's I tip my hat off. For those guys it's it's fucking amazing that that they pulled that off and and, and did it like because they knew from the get-go this is where we're going this is how our sound should be and the, and like you said they, they do it the way they wanted to do it and and they 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 it's like a, a take no prisoner attitude and and they go out and do it and with the records and the live shows and, and so forth and and yeah well i i really dig shock shock also because he he's a great front mm -hmm. man so yeah that he is any last words on testament no go see them live uh listen to the new album i know <laughs> i will uh, do it uh, do it all right and with that don't forget we've got this tweet chat thing coming up in a couple weeks hashtag sounds of vinyl on twitter go check that out and in the meantime also go over and check out the Instagram sounds on vinyl on Instagram and see all the epic shit that Mike does over there because it's a hell of a lot of fun. It really is. And it's only getting better. It's only getting better as the days go on. Seriously. So until next week, later. Later. This has been sounds on vinyl hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and follow at sounds on vinyl on Instagram. Sounds on Vinyl is produced by Boozehound Productions. Music by Grand Reserva. Visit soundsonvinyl.com for official merch and stuff you won't find anywhere else. <laughs>